Hey everyone, welcome to For God Girls, the podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine, and this is episode five, Here and Now. Um, Episode five is going to be about getting the most out of every season of your life. And you know what I mean by seasons. And making sure your seasons don't turn into cycles. I'm not really going to talk about that, but you know, that's just, I think, one of the lessons I've got out of life in general. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm feeling stressed. I'm literally sitting here just rubbing my head because I've been trying to get this sound right. And I had already did like, I had prayed, I had just like meditated before because I really like to come to record this in like, uh, from a very spiritual place and like feeling very connected to God. But of course, as I'm preparing to record, I'm going through the trouble with the mic and the sound and then I get frustrated and I feel like, okay, now I'm not in the spirit anymore. And so as I was sitting here, I just tried to pause again and just really take a moment to think about why I do this and how I don't care if it sounds like I'm recording it from underneath a bed sheet. The purpose is to give the glory to God. And also you know, I am trying my best. And so we want to give God our best. We don't want to give him crappy things. But also, I think he is honored that I'm even putting the foot forward and to try to do this. And so I can't let those small distractions deter me or keep me from doing what I'm supposed to do and keep me from being in the spirit while I'm doing this. So I felt I owed you all that transparency and to say that because I'm not a perfect person and I still struggle with a lot of things that I used to struggle with such as trying to be how you know not doing something because it's not at the highest quality when God just wants us to take that first step but you know next year I could be sitting in a studio recording this who knows but (laughs) I just have to try and that's what I'm gonna do and I am excited about this episode I really am because I have been struggling and I've just taken the time, you know, I've been really taking more time to dedicate to God and keep myself centered with him because there's so many things that try to knock us off our balance in life. And every day you have to wake up and choose to recenter yourself and keep going because it's a process. It's a journey. And I'm feeling good about my journey right now and I'm feeling like this message is going to be good because it's I I feel great about it. I don't want to talk it up too much. But I feel like it's going to be my favorite episode because I needed this word and as I worked on it, I just felt good and I just feel like I'm going to read the notes from this episode all the time to remind myself that, you know, you are where you are and you need to be present in this moment. You know, not to say don't worry about your future, but don't don't worry about it. You can plan your future. You can work towards where you want to be, but don't worry about it. And don't spend your entire day thinking about what's next. What are you supposed to be doing right now? So I'm going to um, lead us into prayer and then we can jump into the episode. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you as humbly as I know how, and I truly mean that, Lord God. I am as humble as I can be because I just want to do your will, Lord God. I don't 
care about myself in the way of my flesh. I just want to be in your spirit. I just want to show up as the person you want me to be, Lord God. And I just thank you for the opportunity to demonstrate my love for you, to just grow closer to you and hopefully encourage others to do the same, Lord God. I thank you for the opportunity to come into virtual fellowship with the listeners, Lord God, and I just my friends, my family, everyone who listens, I just thank you for them, Lord God. I thank you for keeping them so that they can come and listen, Lord. I just pray that you would speak to them this week. I pray that you would speak to them through this podcast this week, Lord God. Let them be uplifted, encouraged, or inspired by something that you say through me, Lord. I ask that you would just completely remove my flesh. I just lay it to the side, and I pray that your spirit will speak through me, Lord God, and that the people will hear you and that they can take something from this that will help them get through the week and just that you will be seen here, Lord God, that your love will be shown. It will be evidence of who you are through this podcast episode. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Wow, I really feel better already. (laughs) So that's, you know, God is so good. I really do feel better. So let's get into the episode. This episode is called Here and Now, Getting the Most Out of Every Season of Your Life. So as I've expressed the past four podcast episodes, that I felt like I was in a waiting season and have been maybe a couple of years now. But I also decided when I was thinking about this, I will never label it a waiting season again. Because I feel like waiting is like being in a waiting room. You just sit there idle waiting. But I'm going to call this my anticipation season now. Or maybe I was waiting before. I, I I wasn't necessarily working on something. I was just waiting on God to show up. But now I feel like I'm in my anticipation season. I'm anticipating him showing up. It's not just waiting. Like I am actively, I know he's coming. And I'm excited to see what he's going to do. And not only that, it's my preparing season. Which I think I've already, I might still be in my preparing season. But I have prepared. I'm. I've just developed so much as a person, as a woman. And I'm going to pause right there. I apologize that I'm always talking about myself. It's not that I'm trying to process anything with you all because obviously there is no responder. But <laughs> I I think one of my gifts is sharing through my personal experiences. And so obviously I'm going to talk about myself and my personal life experiences. But it's not because I think this is therapy. It's not because of that. But I just want people to feel to understand that these are relatable experiences and that they're not the only people going through things. And if I can do that by sharing my experiences, that is how I want to minister to people. But of course I want to still talk about the Bible that too, but I, that is what, that is why I I tell personal stories because you're not alone. Everybody's going through something, you know, that that's just what it is. So as I was saying, um, yeah, I I think I have grown a lot this year and I am much wiser than I even was last year. And so I will consider this my preparing season. I'm preparing to walk into a new level of my life and I'm really excited about that. And I, I want to encourage people that while you're in seasons where you think you're waiting for the next thing, don't just sit there and wait, work, see what you're supposed to be doing in the present time. Don't keep looking ahead. And you can plan to go ahead. And that's what we'll talk about. We'll talk about how God does want you to plan, but he does not want you to worry about what's next because he has that figure out. 
he's going to reveal that to you when the time is appropriate. But right now, what are you supposed to be getting out of where you are currently at here and now? Oh, I'm excited. So let's go into our scripture for this week. And so this week, I'm going to read from the Message Bible. And I'll just use the Bible app. I'm going to read from Ecclesiastes 3, verses 1 through 15. So bear with me. I know it's a lot, but I think y'all will really enjoy this because I did. So the scripture is, there's a right time for everything. And again, it's Ecclesiastes 3, verses 1 through 15. And I'm reading from the Message Bible. There's an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on earth. A right time for birth, another for death. A right time to plant and another to reap. A right time to kill and another to heal. A right time to destroy and another to construct. A right time to cry and another to laugh. A right time to lament and another to cheer. A right time to make love and another to abstain. A right time to embrace and another to part. A right time to search and another to count your losses a right time to hold on and another to let go, a right time to rip out and another to mend, a right time to shut up and another time to speak up, a right time to love and another time to hate, a right time to wage war, another to make peace. But in the end, does it really make a difference what anyone does? I've had a good look at what God has given us to do. Busy work mostly. True, God made everything beautiful in itself and in its time, but he left us in the dark so we can never know what God is up to, whether he's coming or going. I've decided that there's nothing better to do than go ahead and have a good time and get the most we can out of life. That's it. Eat, drink, and make the most of your job. It's God's gift. I've also concluded that whatever God does, That's the way it's going to be always. No addition, no subtraction. God's done it and that's it. That so will quit asking questions and simply worship in holy fear. Whatever was, is, whatever will be, is. That's how it's always. That's how it always is with God. So I tried to find a few different versions of this because It's written by King Solomon. So like, these are not God's words, but God used him to say this. And, you know, he says like, oh, just eat, drink, you know, live your life. But there's context into that. He's not just saying just live your life any type of way, but he's saying, don't worry, you know, because at the end of the day, God is in control and this is how it's going to be. So you need to live your life where you're at and know that what God has is what God has. What he says, what happens or can't happen, he already did it. That's what it is. That's the end all. That's, you know, how what's the saying? That's the end all be all. Well, it is like that with God. What he, what he says goes. So even in your free will, God's going to make his will come to fruition. So I just thought that was a very, very, very good scripture for this because it's the truth. We don't need to worry about you know, the big what ifs, we need to do our part, which is what the scripture said, do your job, live your life, 
and let God handle the things that are above us. So with that being said, what can you get out of the season that you are currently in? So I know often we're looking ahead and there's nothing wrong with looking ahead. I, I did the work on that too. God does want us to plan. There's nothing wrong with looking ahead. But the problem comes when we are not satisfied with what we currently have and we're just always searching for our next thing. Instead of sitting in our blessings or sitting in whatever it is that God wants us to be focused on right now. So I think, you know, oftentimes as society, we fixate on progress. And what have I accomplished in the last six months, whatever, you know, what's my next thing? What more can I accomplish? Where can I go to next? You know, we're often looking to get more than what we currently have. And why is that? Not that having more is anything wrong with that, but how does that build the kingdom of God? Getting more. Is that what God actually do? Or did he just actually focus on this one thing right now? Or are you doing that so you can get a bigger house? Are you doing that so you can have more money? Because more money, more problems. So is that really what God wants you to do right now? Or are you making a decision for yourself, which we all know will ultimately cause you more problems when you move out of God's will on your own time? So again, I ask, like, what is the motivation behind this? Why are we as a society never satisfied with what we currently have? You know, is it is it social media that puts this pressure on us? It, to me, it's not even social media. It's literally just our economy. Like, I got to make more money <laughs> to sustain. And that's true, and it's not true. Because there are certain sacrifices we can make, and it may not look how we want it to look. But if we wait on God, he's going to provide every single need. So even when it seems like, okay, my rent just went up $300, I really don't want to pay that. Me personally, I'm and I caution this because I know that I have certain blessings and privileges that some people don't, but it also takes a level of humility and humbleness to do these things because yes, I'm blessed where I can go back to my parents' house. And some people are too, but they still choose to go get a second job and work harder. But I'm not gonna do that if it takes away from the time I'm spending with God and the things I already have that I know I'm supposed to be doing I'm not going to sacrifice one of those things to go work and get another job just to pay rent when I know I can come live somewhere cheaper but that's just (laughs) that's a case of me but it also could be past trauma some people are like oh well I never had this as a child so I'm going to do this I'm going to work hard I'm going to do this even if you become something as great as a lawyer or a doctor But if that was not in God's will for your life and you did all that and you made all this money, you will, people often, not people often, and I don't say you will either, but there are cases of people who have become so accomplished because of this personal motivation and they're still not happy. They they live a miserable life because that was not in the will of God for their life. They did that because of their childhood or because, you know, whatever the case may be. So when I was, um, as I was trying to find ways to cope and process my current situation and like, you know, the day to day, I have a plan and I know I want to do something, but some days I wake up, it's harder than others. And I'm like, I can't do this for this, you know, 
say you in medical school, you know you're going to get your doctorate, but you're like, I can't do this for two more years. So I, that's kind of where the mindset I was at. And I had really was reading and praying, and I was like, am I being selfish? You know, how, really what came on my mind is like, what if I never get this? What if, like, even if God raptures us up before I accomplish what I want to accomplish, would I be upset with God because I didn't get what I had prayed for? Or would I be okay that that was in God's will? And I really had to ask myself this, like, what is my motivation? Am I doing this for the kingdom of God? Am I doing this because God told me to? Or does this all depend on me thinking my happiness lies at the end of this? And either way it does, because I will be happy and have I'll be happy, raptured up. But like, would I be okay if I never, the thing I wanted never came to pass? And that changed my motivation for wanting some of the things I wanted. I really had to ask myself, like, am I doing this for myself or am I doing this for God? And will I be okay if I don't get what it is I think I should have? So I had that conversation with myself. I said that to myself and I was really just sitting like, I don't know, there's some days I'm just so like, if I can't do this another day, something has to change. And I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. But then I really am like, and what if it doesn't? Am I going to get up tomorrow and, you know, smite God? I don't know smite was the right word. But, you know, like, am I going to get up tomorrow morning and be like, all right, well, I'm done with God because he didn't answer my prayer like he said he would. Like, absolutely not. I'm not going to do that. And so I just asked myself, well, if he doesn't answer my prayer, I know that he is, because of who he is, it's always working for my good. So what is it that I'm supposed to be getting out of today? What is it that he needs me to see? What is it that I have to open my eyes to? And so that's how I got here, the here and now. What does God need from me? I'm sitting here asking him for all these things. What is it that he wants from me? What is the purpose? Because it, we know the Bible does not tell a lie. And if it says all things work for the good of those that love him, then that means all things. So today when I'm sitting here and I'm like, what in the world? I need to really talk to him and not ask him for a material thing, but ask him for understanding. What do you want me to get? Not understanding like, God, why am I here? Why aren't you doing this? I'm not asking that. I'm asking him, what does he need from me in this moment? What is it that I am supposed to be doing to take the steps to, you know, get your will done? And I'm telling you every single time he has answered, whether it, whether it's to even put this podcast out if I had to have a bad week where I felt like I wasn't making any progress and that developed this podcast and this podcast is heard by somebody else who's having a bad week if that's what he needed from me then I delivered what God asked me to and that that's the satisfaction that's what I needed to do and I'm pleased with that and he's pleased with that so I say that to say it is good to have a plan God wants us to plan he literally says that but what he does not want is for us to worry and it's so many scriptures and I'll give them to you obviously Psalms 23 the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he provides all of my needs right there so I don't have to worry at all He gives me new strength. He guides me on the right paths. 
I know that your goodness and love will be with me all of my life, and your house will be my home as long as I live. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Don't worry about anything, but in all your prayers, ask God for what you need, always asking him with a thankful heart, thanking him for what he has already done, thanking him for where you are right now. And I'm asking you, Lord, guide my footsteps. Lord, this is the desire of my heart. Lord, help me get here. But thank you for where I am right now. Open my eyes to see the next step I need to take. Open my eyes to let me know which door to go in where I'm at right now. I'm not just praying to wake up and be a millionaire when I know I don't even have $100,000. It's, it, you know, God opened my eyes so that I know which door to take because I know tomorrow my bank account is not going to say a million dollars. I mean, it could, and I'm not stopping you, God. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's a step, and I'm not asking him for ridiculous things I know I have not worked for yet. So I'm asking him where I'm at currently. Lord, reveal my next step. Make it plain to me. What do I need to get out of this? What What do you want me to know today? And, of course, my all-time ultimate favorite, Matthew, Matthew chapter 6. This is why I tell you not to be worried about food and drink you need in order to stay alive or about the clothes for your body. After all, isn't life worth more than food? Isn't your body worth more than clothes? And this is Matthew 6, verse 25 through 34 is what really highlights it. But you don't have to worry about any of that. If you seek God, he will provide all of your needs. Not all of your wants, but all of your needs. And on top of that, he will begin to supply the desires of your hearts, your wants. But if you focus on him, you're not going to worry about what you have to eat, worry about what you have to drink. You're not going to have to worry about the roof over your head. You will find that those things will be revealed to you. They will just be accessible to you the more that you seek God and seek to do his will for your life. So to tie all together, when we're in a season and we're just sitting there like, oh, I want my marriage to be perfect. Oh, I wish my job was not like this. I want a higher paying job. God, why aren't you hearing me? I'm applying to jobs. God, why aren't you hearing me? I'm being the best wife I can. God, why, you know, I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> so many different things that we are asking God for. We want different seasons in our life. Like, God, I, I want um, to move. I want more. I want expansion. And we're, we find ourselves waking up dissatisfied because we're not getting that answer to that one thing. And we're worried about it. How am I going to get this? How am I going to do this? I'm doing this, this, that. How am I going to get to this from A to B or to C to D? And God's telling you not to worry about that. All he needs you to do is to wake up and do your job. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And he will literally make your path straight. And it's not just the work of the Lord. Literally, when I was struggling in my job, I realized, like, okay, I can't just quit. And I can't just sit here and not do this because I don't want to do it. And what I do is a good cause. Like, I love my students, all that stuff with the students I work with. So it's like, okay. Get up and do your job. Ask the Lord for strength to do that because that's what he needs you to do right now. And when you prove to him that you could be faithful over this, maybe he will enlarge your territory. When you prove to God that you can go through this hard season 
where, you know, you arguing with your spouse or your kids are acting up, go through it. And then God's like, okay, you can handle that. You can handle this. And it's, it's really as simple as that. If you show like, okay, well, I don't have the car I want, but I take care of this little bucket. I make sure this is straight about it. And then God blesses you. You may not have the career you want. You may not have the grades you want. But if you just keep working at it, you don't just say, I'm not going to do I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to give up. Okay, so why would God trust you with more if you wasn't going to take care of that, that he had already gave you? If you can't be grateful over what he has given you now, why would he give you more? And you worrying him. You literally not even focus on the task of today. And that's, I'm speaking about me. I literally will be at work applying for other jobs. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. But literally, I would just be like, like completely tuned out, not even caring about it. I'm like, well, how am I expecting him to move in my life and give me something else? And I'm really not even caring about this one. I'm not being grateful for what I have. I'm being totally ungrateful, to be honest. And I had to change my attitude. I truly did. Because how could I expect him to trust me with more? When I'm just checked out, I'm not giving my best to what I currently have. I'm literally worrying about the next thing instead of focusing on my job, what I got to do right now. I'm worried about what he got going on, but it's God. I've never had to worry about him. He has never not done something because I, you know, I never had to check on God. Never. And here I am all in his business that I'm not even focused on what he assigned me to do today. Cause I'm worried about what he's going to do next. When it's God, I don't have to do that. So, but with that being said, God does want you to have a plan. God is not telling you you have to stay where you're at. If you're dissatisfied with where you're at, he wants you to be happy. He wants to elevate you. He wants to move you for the good of his kingdom for, you know, he really wants that for you. And so even I'm talking to myself when I say this, but like as much as I want to transition into these different things, God wants me to give my all to where I'm at so that I'm prepared. But if I'm always worried about that next thing, it's never going to come because I'm not even taking care of what I currently have. Or if I decide to move ahead of his will, it'll come and it'll come with a whole bunch of problems because I did not enjoy my season of, pre of preparation. I was too busy putting my foot, peeking in the door of the next thing that I missed the whole entire lesson that was preparing me for the next thing. And now I can't handle the next thing. Now I'm struggling. Now I want to go to the next thing that's on top of this next thing. Cause I don't want to be here now, you know? So worrying versus planning for our future. God wants us to plan, not worry, not move ahead of his time, but to have a plan that is in the Bible. So next scripture I'll give you for having a plan is Proverbs 16 verse three. And all of these came from the good news Bible. Ask the Lord to bless your plans and you will be successful in carrying them out. Maybe I should add a little context to that. 
We may make our plans, but God has the last word. Yeah, as a matter of fact, scratch that. Proverbs 16, verse 1. We're going to start at verse 1. I'll tell you where we're going to stop. We may make our plans, but God has the last word. You may think everything you do is right, but the Lord judges your motives. Ask the Lord to bless your plans, and you will be successful in carrying them out. Everything the Lord has made has its destiny. And the destiny of the wicked is destruction. Okay, and now I'm going to skip to verse 7. When you please the Lord, you can make your enemies into friends. It is better to have a little honesty earned than to have a large income gained on dishonesty. You make your plans, but God directs your actions. All right, I'm going to stop right there. So that, again... God wants us to make plans. However, he wants us to consult him in those plans. Don't just say, I want to get married and marry the first person that you get in a relationship with. Because did you ask God about that? Is that who God wants you to be with? Don't say, I want a new job and then take the first job that offer you money. Because is, is that where God wants you to be? Or do you hate your job now just because you want it to make more money? Don't say, don't say, I want to move. And then just go find an apartment and move. <laughs> I've done it. And I was miserable just because I wanted to move. But I didn't ask God. I saved all my money and I packed up my stuff and I got up out of there. But if I had asked God, I would have saved money. I wouldn't have been in that situation. I wouldn't have been miserable. And so we need to consult God in our plans. We can't just, you know, do what we want to do. Ask the Lord to bless your plans and you will be successful in carrying them out. Back to verse two. You may think everything you do is right, but the Lord judges your motives. God wants us to seek his counsel in these plans. The next scripture, Proverbs 15, verse 21, 22. And again, these are all from the good news. Stupid people are happy with their foolishness, but the wise will do what is right. Get all the advice you can and you will succeed. Without it, you will fail. Now, I'm going to preface this because I don't believe in seeking advice from people who don't have good advice to offer. And I, I literally told someone the other day, because I think I'm a good listener and I know people just want to vent. When I go to my friends, I, it's so funny and they probably gonna get mad when I say this, but like if I'm venting to them and then they start offering advice, I might, I know I have a kind of a dumb look on my face. Cause I'm just like, okay, I was just talking. Like I did not come here for your advice because I truly talk to the Lord all the time. And I, that's where I get my advice from. I, I, I'm not looking for advice. I'm, I want to vent. And I know sometimes I may give unsolicited advice, but I try to make sure my advice is you should pray about it. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's the advice I try to give, or I try to tell people to be patient, stuff like that. But you know what? Forget it. I'm sorry. I said that to my friends. I love y'all advice. Not always take it, but y'all can continue to give it to me and I will listen and I will decide what I need. From it. But <laughs> I literally told my um, sister the other day, 
she was saying something. And I was like, look, I can't give you no financial advice. I'm doing the best I can, but I, at no point I'm not giving you financial financial advice because that's not my area of expertise. I don't have no financial advice to give you, but I can tell you to pray about it. That's all I can really tell you and to be strong in your decisions and stuff like that. But when it comes to giving out advice, I'm going to refer you right back to the Bible because I, I don't have it. I don't know. And I have enough problems of my own than to think of solutions for other people's problems. Because the only solution I truly have that I know truly works is that Bible. That's all I got. And so when it says seek counsel, go to people who are wiser than you in the correct areas. So everyone listening, do not ask me for financial advice because that's not my strong suit. I do what I can. I make work what I have. And it works for me, but I'm not advising other people in their financial matters. I think I'm pretty good at self-development, maybe. You know, like, <laughs> I have a pretty strong sense of self. I might can help you there, but <laughs> I can't advise you on financial matters. And so I wouldn't advise you to go to a single person about your marriage troubles. I wouldn't advise you to, you know, I'm not going to say go to them. And again, you know what? I'm going to just stop while I'm ahead <laughs> because this seems like I'm giving people advice and I don't know. I I don't know. Only thing I can refer you to is the Bible and you should seek counsel, but you should be very discerning about who you seek it from. Inventing is one thing, but literally seeking advice and taking it, that's on you and you need to be, you need to have a great level of discernment when it comes to things like that. And you can listen to people, you can let people get things off their chest. But be very careful what you take away from conversations. And that is my unsolicited advice of the week. (laughs) But yeah, God does want you to seek counsel with these plans. And most importantly, he wants you to seek that counsel from him and people who are wiser than you in the appropriate areas. And so last verse to support that is... Proverbs 19, 21. People may plan all kinds of things, but the Lord's will is always going to be done. That's the truth. We make plenty of plans. We we talk about so much what we want, what we want. And even when we do what we want, God's will will always be done. And I shared with y'all my last podcast, maybe two weeks ago, I mean, I think episode three, the past is practice. I had left Hampton, but it was clearly in God's will for me to go to that school and to graduate from that school. And it worked out even when I deviated from his plan. He course corrected me. So God's will will always be done regardless of what you do. And I'm not saying that to encourage you to do whatever you want because you're just prolonging your time away from his will. But when you seek his will, when you seek him, when you just wait on the Lord and you get aligned with him, it will make your life easier. You will be able to go through these seasons that seem hard. But when you focus on the fact that you need to align with him and you're waiting on him to give you something or you're anticipating him giving you something and you're preparing for whatever it is he has for you, it makes it easier to go through these seasons and you will stop desiring things that are not aligned with you. The more that you align with your true self in God. 
So, with all that being said, (laughs) that's pretty much the end of the episode. So, I just encourage you over the next two weeks to ask yourself, what does God want me to get out of the current season of my life? Before I step into my next season, what is it that God wants me to get? And I just leave you with that thought. Think about it. Um, I encourage you what I've been doing and me and my sister talked about this. um, Practicing gratitude. And so. Great being grateful for what we currently have every morning. I started journaling so much now. And I mean, it's so random. It's not like a journal prompt. I would literally just write sentences talking to God like, God, thank you for this. Or God, I know that this, like just facts I know about God because the world pushes so many lies into our minds that we are constantly distracted, constantly trying to do things that don't align with who we are in the spirit of God. And the world wants us to be of the world. And that's not who we are as God girls or God boys. We are of God. We are in the spirit of God. And we have to constantly remind ourselves of that. So if that means you need to cut out TikTok time, if you need to cut out time on Instagram, you need to get away from the world and realign with God, do that. And so obviously I can't always flip through each scripture of the Bible. But so I started writing in my journal just scriptures I want to read every morning that remind me of who God says that I am. So every morning I wake up with a renewed mind. So when I wake up and I'm not feeling great, I don't want to go to work that day. I read those scriptures and I remember like, I'm here. I'm, you know, I'm that girl. I can do this. And I'm just getting a day and a step closer to what God has for me, my next assignment for him. And until then, I write in, I write these same facts. What do you want from me today, Lord God? How can I see you make yourself plain, make what you need from me plain? What do I need to get out of this season right now? What do I need to get out of today? What have you assigned me to today? So that's that's this episode. Here and now, be grateful. Focus on your here and now. What can you get out of this season? What are you grateful for in this season? Just focus on your current and let God reveal to you the plans of what he wants to do in your life and walk each day in anticipation to hear from him but just be ready for that day don't worry about tomorrow plan ahead but do not worry so I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope it doesn't sound terrible because that's just going to make me so angry but I'm grateful to God I love you all hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you in two weeks God bless